You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know who else isn't going to let us down? Our guy, Alan Bell. Oh, good, good. From Sportsline. That was a good segue. AB, it's great to talk to you, sir. How are you? Hey, fantastic. And look, that was an excellent segue. And also, I wouldn't say that confidently. I'll try not to let anyone down. But you know what? AB, you could never let us down. Alan, I'm I'm so glad you're on the show tonight because I got a question I can't wait to ask you. I asked this to our guy, Mark Drumheller, yesterday. But you're really the guy because you are the Tennessee football guy. And you are well aware that your volunteers and your Tennessee Titans both have some serious trap games this weekend the the Vols are minus three at LSU and the Titans are minus two and a half at the Commanders so I want to ask you Alan which game are you more concerned about which game do you think of the team is on more of an upset alert Oh, the Titans for sure. Okay. All right. So you, you look at them. Look, and let me say, that's not like I'm super confident in the Vols, right? But the Titans, I mean, give you this. For betters, the Titans are the best team that you want to pay attention to because they are absolutely consistent. They have scored an opening drive touchdown in every single game this season. They average about 20 to 24 points in every single game this season. Yet they all come in the first half. They only have one second-half touchdown this year, and that was week one against the Giants. This offense shuts down. I think it's an excellent underplay because I don't think that the commanders are going to necessarily do too terribly much either, um, and you can see a lot of punting. And the Titans, the best player is the punter. This dude can, can just send rockets, man, I'm telling you. Um, but, yeah, man, it would be the Titans. Like I, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. I'm sorry. I just saw that Nick Nurse and Adrian Griffin earned PhDs from Concordia University. So I just blanked for a second, A.B., because I was just I was just so confused. Yeah, I mean, it is confusing. Let me say, I guess, Nick, he's not a nurse now. I guess he's like a medical doctor. No, he's a doctor. Oh, oh that would be A-B. something that Peach said. Well done. Beat me to it. Ring the bell for ding, Alan. Ding, well ding. done. Hey, but let me say this. Let me say this. And you're, you're bringing up Tennessee at LSU. Like, we'll hit that real quick. Like, Tennessee playing... 11 a.m. Central game in Baton Rouge. They generally only have like one or two of those a year, maybe. So I could see LSU starting out pretty slow. Tennessee, the highest scoring first quarter team in the country the last two years. Like, I, if you're going to play anything, play Tennessee in the first quarter of the first half. They'll put up points. LSU, they've only given up seven points in the second half of games this year. Um, like, they're, they're a comeback team. And their defense causes a lot of turnovers. And Tennessee's due. Like, trap game is an excellent word for both of them. The Vols are due for a loss. Like, they're not that good. They're a good team. But they're due for something. So, yeah, I'd play that. I'd also seriously play the under in this one. I think it's around 64 right now, and it might climb up. Nah, like, this is going to be pretty low scoring. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Put, put yeah, that Bama down. Bama next week, A.B.'s. You're well aware. Yeah. 
for Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, A.B., because yeah. me and me and my man, Peach, are on the opposite side of this one. Oh, I know where you're yeah. going. I need to get your thoughts on this Red River shootout here. Uh, Oklahoma at home taking on Texas. Texas getting Quinn Ewers back most likely. Uh, Oklahoma has looked pretty bad. But PJ yeah. has said this you know, multiple times that in the past, the team that was trending down before this game usually is the one that gets up and makes things a little exciting and spicy. But as I would say back, Lincoln Riley was in the mix at that point, and now he's not. What do you think, A.B.? Yeah. Oklahoma's a yeah. seven-point dog. Ooh, Oklahoma's a seven-point dog. Yep. Oh, all right. Seven-point so dog. This. Yeah, uh, uh, give me Oklahoma. Uh, and, I don't, and that's, again, that's not having, like, a ton of faith because you're right. They got boat raced the last two weeks, especially TCU. Just put it all over last week. That being said, I think that this is an excellent point at an excellent time uh, for their head coach, Brad Venables, to kind of circle the wagons, right, and say, hey, fellas, look, the last two weeks sucked. Yeah, we're working on it. But this is this is why you're here, to play this game right here. And I think that Oklahoma is a better team, even though, like, Quinn Ewers, like, coming back, like, have to know, like, what percentage he is, right? Like, I mean, he's a hell of a quarterback. Texas is a pretty good team. But, yeah, if you're giving me Oklahoma and you're giving me seven, yeah, I'll roll with Oklahoma. Love that, A.B. I also wanted to talk to you about Notre Dame and BYU. BYU was in the same exact spot. They were a ranked team playing an unranked team against Trista's Oregon Ducks. They were three-and-a-half-point dogs, and they got boat raced. And here we are again with Notre Dame, unranked, favored by three-and-a-half. This game's going to be played at Allegiant Stadium out in Vegas. Notre Dame's got to be the side, right? Minus three-and-a-half, you're going to pick this game? No, I'm going to go the opposite side. Wow. I'm going to go BYU. Yeah, okay. and look, yeah, we, we pretty much talked like all teams that none of us have like a ton of faith in, but I do think that BYU is a much better football team than Notre Dame is. And yeah, I get it. Like Notre Dame is coach, a lot of different things going on. But I mean, I, I just don't have a lot of faith that if this gets into like, you know, a slugfest type of game to where you got to play physical on both sides, like weirdly enough, like I have no faith in Notre Dame in that whatsoever. Uh, I'll roll with BYU. I think that they're, you know, like I said, I think they're a better team. I think that they're a better coach. And I think that the guys, like, they're going to have a lot more continuity, uh, and especially if you play in a neutral site. Yeah, I'll take BYU. Here's a game, Alan, that I think that is a very intriguing matchup. going to be fun. We've had it circled on our calendars pretty much all year, and that is A&M on the road in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> and Bryce Young is questionable with a shoulder injury. Listen, A&M has looked really bad offensively. Their defense looks good. You know, Alabama, last week against Arkansas, just put the heat on them, hurt on them. The number is 24 and a half, and all I hear is people saying, you know what, I like Alabama to roll. He's going to get up for this game. Nick Saban's not playing around. What do you think? Yeah, so I'll say this. The bet that I'll make on this game is Alabama first half. All right, like, I'm not going to play 24-and-a-half, especially 24-and-a-half. Like, that hook means something, right? That being said, like, this all lines up so bad for Texas A&M because not only, like, all the Jimbo and Nick Saban stuff, which is very real, by the way, like, in terms of this week, like, we normally don't get into coach speak and all that. Like, no, it, it, it is a real thing this week. But Texas A&M's offense – 
Like, it's so conservative, and they made the change at quarterback to be more conservative. Like, I don't understand it at all. I don't know what Jimbo is trying to do. But that being said, I don't care who plays at quarterback for Alabama. Like, this is the one time where Nick Saban literally is just going to say, go. Like, we're not stopping. Go. Like, whatever you want to do to score, do it. And Bill O'Brien, who's averaging, like, 48 points per game, and people are mad at him down in Tuscaloosa, uh, yeah, it, it is gonna, it's going to be all Alabama. But that being said, give me the first half, because their first half roll. 24 and a half, man. It's just too many points. Big game for Jimbo and the guys this week. Trist, I saw today is buyout if they fired him this year. $75 million. Oh, my God. $69 million. And they've got the, what, year. they're one of the top – Teams in the country for recruiting yeah, coming every in year. again every and they, year. And they just can't put it together. AB, let's talk some NFL now, man. I, I think my favorite bet of the week, at least in my top two, is the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 14 against the Bills. And the big reason being, I, I mean, the Bills have to have the biggest look-ahead spot of any team all season with Kansas City coming up next week. You're laying two touchdowns at home to a rookie quarterback. I really like Pittsburgh, especially the fact I'm getting it at plus 14. You have any play on this game at all? I don't, right? Like, if I did, I think I would play Bills like team total, and I don't know what that number is, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ride 14, even though I do think Buffalo obviously is so much, you know, better offensively, right? Like, I mean, their ceiling is just so much higher. Um, I worry about Pittsburgh, but I like Kenny Pickett, man, and you know, it might be tough this week, but I'll. I, I would ride with their team total Buffaloes uh, rather than playing like minus 14 in the NFL. 31 and a half. That's so many points. Is the team 31 total. and a half? Yeah. yeah I'd total. roll with that. I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd absolutely roll with that. Yeah. I, I would go, I would go Bill's team total. But uh, as for like the spread. Oh, 14. Plus so 14, many points. Yeah. I feel yeah. you, man. Yeah. It's just so many, man. Like, so many. You have to be up to like 28 in the fourth quarter to like feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Like 100%. it's just so many. Yeah. 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 A.B., we've got the Miami Dolphins going to New York without Tua. We've got a full week of Teddy Bridgewater preparation. Only minus three in New York. And let's be honest, New York could be very easily 0-4 right now. Like, they had a couple yeah. of wins that were very stinky where they should not have won them. Uh, what do you think about this game? Yeah, you know what? I think it's the most fascinating game this week because, uh, one, everything you just laid out. But, two, like, where is the middle, like, space of this Dolphins team, right? Like, I, it's just been so weird of an offseason for them. It's been weird to start the season for them. There's all kinds of investigations that are going on. Tua is, you know, going to, you know, talk to, like, courtroom people. It's just nuts, man. But that being said, like, that, like I am not sold on the Jets. No quarterback. But I think Joe Flacco is probably a better option, at least as of right now. Um, yeah, I'll roll with Miami. Simply the fact that their defense is probably going to have a field day with New York. So, yeah, like, I'll roll with that. And it's nothing against Teddy Bridgewater. He's a fine quarterback as a backup. But I think that their defense, yeah, will probably be the ones to lead this one. You probably don't need a lot of points in this. A.B., a couple of games this week in the NFL with spreads at five and a half. So let's play a little would you rather. Would you rather lay it, the five and a half, with the Rams against the Cowboys or lay the five and a half with the Eagles at the Cardinals? Oh, give me the Eagles. I'm going to roll with the Eagles on that one. Like, I feel comfortable with them. Uh, Arizona's kind of like, Arizona's kind of built of like a little junior version of what Philadelphia is. Um, yeah, I'll roll with the Eagles on that. Like yeah, that. I like that a lot, AB, too. You know, one of the games that I think has got a lot of intrigue is the Sunday night game. 
Bengals, Ravens. Ravens yep. giving up just ungodly numbers in the secondary. I think so bad. 315 passing yards or something per game, and that was like with a pretty good game last one. Uh, Bengals obviously have been sort of touch and go, finally got right against the Dolphins, but of course Tua wasn't right. Uh, he obviously leaves that game. Bengals plus three on the road, divisional matchup, total 48 and a half. Does the total yeah. feel a little low to you, A.B.? Yeah, it does, right? Like, look, like, here's the crazy thing. Baltimore, they're 2-2, two and two, and they have trailed in, I think, less than 20 seconds. 14, in all their games 14, 14 seconds, A.B. 14 seconds. It's insanity. Like, Lamar Jackson, the offense, are actually playing pretty good. Right, he's the most blitz quarterback in the NFL, the most pressured quarterback in the NFL. That being said, I've looked at this game up and down, up and down, and I'll tell you this: with Joe Burrow, without Joe Burrow, uh, years before, last year, whatever. Like these games are generally pretty tight, right? Like they're generally three points or less. You look at the Bengals' defense; like as crazy as the Bengals' year has been, like their defense hasn't given up. I think more than twenty-four, maybe twenty-one points in a game this year. Uh, that being said, you know what? I'm going to roll with the Ravens here because I think that this is this is another circle the wagons locker room type thing for everybody, head coach John Harbaugh included. I think that Baltimore is going to get up, and once they do, they just continue to pour it on because that's the one thing is that it tends to stop. So I think that they just keep coming and keep coming. Ravens team total also probably not a bad play. I think it's like 26 and a half. Like that, that probably is your best play. Right? They're not going to stop. Too. A.B., 15 seconds, your best bet of the week. What is it? Yeah, best bet. Green Bay Packers against the New York Giants in London. Aaron Rodgers, the offense, they have to get this thing going. The Giants are one-dimensional. They didn't even have a quarterback. And teams of a touchdown favorite or more in London, the last seven, are 6-1 and one against the spread. There it is. What a great stat. A.B., as always, man, love the insight. Appreciate it. Good luck to your Vols and Titans this week. Going to be a sweaty weekend in the Bell household. <laughs> it definitely is, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Have a good night.